0: You're listening to the MLS Fantasy Insider, bringing you weekly tips, tricks, and advice for the official MLS Fantasy game.
1: Okay, hello and welcome to episode 8 of MLS Fantasy Insider, our review of round 4 and preview of round 5. This episode is brought to you by the international break, because when MLS doesn't actually take a break, they call it an international break. Uh, but all the best players leave. Kidding. No, actually brought to you by our amazing MLSFI Patreon supporters. It's because of you and your support. We're able to keep making this project go. Uh, I am your host, not Reed Connolly. Uh, instead of tonight, I am here holding it down for Reed and Blaine. I'm Ashley Savage, and joining me tonight is our very special guest, Jason Morris. How you doing, Jason?
0: I'm doing well, Ashley. Thank you. I'm coming to you from uh, somewhere in the District of Columbia.
1: Perfect. So,
0: um, you know. Uh, Great. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cross-continental show tonight, yeah? Yes, um,
0: yes. I'm staying up just past my bedtime. Well, I maybe mean, not quite, but, you know. Well,
1: perfect so let's get into it high pointed round especially for anybody who you know spoiler alert captain Dalmeida, just a beast this week um so yeah let's let's take a look at it jason why don't you go ahead and start why don't you tell me how you did
0: uh sure yeah so um uh, i had 120 points so this is i can't remember the last time i got that many points when it wasn't a double game week Yeah. Right. Uh, and i won one of my head-to-heads which was like the first win of the season so and um I, my overall value is like almost up to 112 million. I started off really poorly. So, um, I've been, I'm happy with like just to be back to that for value. And, uh, you know, we'll see if I can claw my way back out of the, I think I'm in the relegation zone for whatever the pro world league is or something. So hopefully we'll, we'll get back out. If it makes that.
1: you Feel better. I'm in the relegation zone for the league that I run for MLSFI. So you're in (laughs) good company. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, I pulled, I pulled a 107 this week, which for this week is kind of bad. You know, it it felt okay. I won a half of my head to heads. Um, I'll take that. I did lose as I know people love to hear uh, me lose to Spencer. I did lose to Spencer for the second time already this season. Never happened to me before he's thrilled about it. He got a 126 I think last round. Um my overall price has gone up a great amount though. I'm at 116.8. Um so it's just starting to feel like I can really kind of do not everything, but you know, kind of play with that with that money. Um Reed posted a 113 for this week even though the Skylar tax took a point from him. Um his overall value up to 112 and then I have to give a shout out cuz we were so harsh on him about it last week blaine got a 116 even though he stuck to his guns and he triple stacked that philly defense which was insane it ended up to be wrong so for him to get a 116 with a triple philly stack yeah was amazing
0: that's
1: uh he said he was 490 for the round so that's fantastic um no no kudos to Blaine for uh, going triple Philly stack when we all tried to talk him out of it, but kudos to Blaine for pulling out such a score um with with the triple Philly. So that's impressive. Um, looks
0: like uh like Hickson in the chat got 139. That's I'm impressed. I've I'm seen some
1: great scores in the yeah. chat. Once a couple one seventeens, one eleven. Nice job. I mean Over 100 this week, I think, was kind of a must. And like you said, uh, I'm not used to to scoring in the one-teens or anything like that without a double game week. This was a really great uh, point production week for some of the bigger players. 126, nice job. Um, Yeah, if you had Wiley and Almeida, I feel like your team was just dominating this week. And if you didn't, Captain Almeida, I'm so sorry for you. And also, (laughs) why? Why did you not? Uh let's get into what's, some of the expectations. What's 116?
0: Can I ask you like what's 116 like for your price value Ashley? Like, uh, is mean, that really high? That seems really I, high to me. I, I was know. able
1: to make a team for next week and not have a scrub. Um and that felt kind of nice. Yeah, I feel for me I feel like once you get to 120 is when we kind of stop having to not budget but do you know what I mean you don't have yeah. to have that one player anymore. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely spent This was, I think, and and Blaine and I have done a terrible job of tracking it on a weekly basis, but this was definitely my biggest bump. I didn't lose on anybody this week. I had a price rise, I think on most of my players. Um, so that was definitely a, a, a positive for me. And I'm excited to kind of tinker with the the lineup I have set right now and see what I want to do next week with, with that cushion. I know there's people with more than me and I don't feel like I'm, you know, I, I definitely am the, the money banks with the boys on the pot <laughs> but i know that there's people who've been using that price rise game better than i have so um happy to have the 116 and and start kind of playing around with that so um yeah let's get into some of the expectations versus realities for some of the games this week i'll i'll go ahead and start with my with my homework conversation of seattle uh lafc um i had bolonga on my bench this week i expected uh that to continue um i, I you know I, i've heard that there's been kind of some some talk and chat as well about you know how to betting against your own team or um you know trying to stay homer and for me it's fantasy right like the data showed me that blongo could probably come in you know to seattle and put a goal or two away so i picked him up um i also had alex Roldan in one draft and i dropped him after lafc you know how how well i know they've been doing so um I don't think, you know, It's there's anything wrong about betting against your team. Look at poor Reed. How many seasons did he have to bet against FC Cincinnati before <laughs> they finally pulled out for him, you know? But yeah. no, the expectation for me was honestly a, a LAFC road win. Um, I expected kind of m- maybe, you know, maybe a gritty tie, and that's what we got. Um, a Seattle shutout was not something I was expecting, but that was great for those defenders. Alex Roldan, I still think, is a top five fantasy point player in the whole game still with all of his points. Um, and the highest pointed, this was definitely not an expectation for me, but, uh, the highest pointed field player that was not a defender in this game was Joao Paolo with five points, Vela, nothing, Bwonga, nothing. Um, that was really surprising to me to see no production out of Rui Diaz, Ladero, um, some of those players that we still see kind of pop even in the matchup like this. Um, so definitely different than what I was expecting, um, the reality. And then, you know, Atlanta, Portland, I don't even know where to start with that one. I was definitely, um, last week talking about how I thought the Wiley hype was a, was a flash in the pan. Mm -hmm. Um, his first two weeks showed more of that than the third round did. Um, and man, did he prove me wrong. And so I, you know, I think as long as he's playing out of position, it's kind of a must own, you know? They're really getting him the ball. Um, he's yeah. really contributing, he looks great. Um, he's still so cheap. So uh, you know, he de- like I said, definitely proved me wrong. And then one thing I was expecting that obviously came through was Almada. And that point production was phenomenal. Like I said, if you didn't captain him, I'm sorry. And also why. <laughs> um you know and and a, a couple other you know positive contributions the one thing i think a lot of us were probably really mad about was the shutout if you picked up lennon or or goopman no shutout points um
0: but if you picked was up his, if you if you picked up wiley, wiley he, he got, got him a drand now and you he got, got him the, a
1: dranda he got subbed out point yeah he sure did which is fantastic um but, yeah, you know, Portland pulled one back, which was a, a bummer for anybody with an Atlanta defender. And then no Vander in the 18 is something I was not expecting and definitely was the reality. So, I you know there's an injury there. Um, I wasn't sure. I haven't seen how serious that is. We can get to that a little later in the injury notes, um, which are also posted on Discord if you want to pull those up. Um, and then the last one I'll touch on, I, I left a little spot here uh, if Blaine was able to make it tonight. Uh, to talk about Montreal and Philly because last week Blaine was so heavy on the Philly triple stack back line. Um Philly lot put it, you know, let three goals get in. So it was very surprising. I know it was a road game, but you know, still uh no Blake it definitely made a difference. Um and then the last game I'd like to touch on was uh St. Louis San Jose. Um I was expecting a close sorry St. Louis San Jose. I was expecting a close St. Louis win. Um I think San Jose looks good, uh, but man, you know, St. Louis is really riding that opening wave that they have, but I did not expect them, you know, to break this record for straight wins expansion team, but they just crushed them. I mean, three 0 all good goals. Klaus scoring again, which I think is super relevant for fantasy. Yeah. Uh, Lovin was disappointing with the three. Yeah, it was um, the three. Yeah, And then, you know, another fantasy implication I did not expect was an, a shutout from St. Louis. Like, they're relatively cheap defenders, relatively cheap keeper um they weren't very high on uh, they did
0: that without i don't think that tim Tim parker Parker was scratched Mm -hmm. and somebody Mm -hmm. else was scratched too i don't think i think they were missing two of their starters
1: exactly yeah so pretty pretty impressive performance for them i have to say and you know when these expansion clubs come out we talked about this with charlotte last year too like you kind of just wait and see uh i I still kind of feel like this could fizzle but it's very impressive from a fantasy perspective what some of these players you know we've talked about stroud talked about klaus klaus has had a goal contribution in every game the first four games so um it's they seem to be pretty legit at the moment so um i'm gonna i'm gonna ride that that out for a a little bit and they're fun to watch yeah gene just said this in chat they're fun to watch which is really really cool um yeah jason what were some of your expectations for last round and what what ended up being the reality
0: let's see uh so uh, you know when, when teams like Seattle and LAFC play, like big teams, top-of-the-table teams play, I get scared away from that kind of stuff with trying sure. to make predictions. So I totally – um I didn't take any players from that team, and it turned out, uh, I, I turned out about the way that I thought it would. Right, that it would be more uh, a lot closer, and I was glad, at least on the uh, fantasy side, that the gamble to not take players. I mean, I guess I could have done something on the defensive side, but at least yeah. like Jordan Morris or I don't know, a yeah. Usual Suspects didn't show up and yeah. like bang in some goals and and screw me, you know, like over with. I just that I would get set back from other teams. Um, let's see, uh, NYCFC, DC United. So I'm DC United supporter. Um, and I always bet against DC United. Uh, generally, it's not not yeah. too hard. But um, I what I would say about that one was like um. I took Santi Rodriguez. I didn't I kind of I, I did have him in the team. I was glad I, I did. I kind of wanted to wait another week on that because I, mm-hmm. I just thought maybe he needed to get a little more settled. But yeah. but I when I looked at percentage ownership of how many other people had him yeah. in their teams, I thought, okay, I'm gonna go and pick him up. So I was really pleased um, you know, that I did that. Um I'll be interested to see what they can do away from Yankee Stadium because they were yeah. playing on that narrow pitch. But yeah. I was impressed with that. And then
1: um I have to <laughs> chime in on that really quick because yeah, I have sure, this sure. thing that lives in my head that Blaine said last season I don't know why it does but it does and I thought of it this weekend too I also teetered with not having Santi in my team this week and then saw the lineup Blaine one one round last week said if Santi is in the 10 at Yankee Stadium like playing in the 10 spot you pick him up I don't care yeah. if Tati's there I don't you pick him up yeah. and I remember at the time being like gosh that's such a bold Blaine take but it's proven quite accurate and I think this week was a great example of it because mm-hmm. he was back in that 10 role so and like you said, narrow
0: Yankee Stadium pitch. Yeah. Oh, and I thank you Whelan and Dylan is telling us that the new stadium will be the same dimensions that it was confirmed, with, which I they can't possibly be right.
1: No. I I hope I hope <laughs> Wheelan is pulling yeah. our hair. Hey, anyway, I, I I don't know. We gotta on. move on, but I would yes. say,
0: you know, um Mateus Klitsch, you know, from DC, you know, he's got a solid floor. I was in, you know, like I I would just say. You know for nine, I think he's at nine million right now. He had two assists in that game. He's mm-hmm. on a lot of set pieces. Um, a lot of things run through him. I'm not telling you that you should spend nine million on him as opposed to other, you know, stronger um players. But if you're looking for somebody with a solid floor who's had some good outings, whose value is going to increase, mm-hmm. that might be a good choice. Um, uh, I watched, I didn't get to see a lot of games this, this week, but I did sure. watch half of Vancouver LA because I, you know, like I didn't have Ricky Pouge, I had um Brugman instead. But 10%. I kind of wanted to see what they would be like, you know, um, and that was super mad. Like I was unimpressed with, with LA, with galaxy. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going back to them until I see more from them. It was also, I've never had this happen. It, two weeks in a row now that my first choice goalkeeper has gone out in the first half with an injury. So I had oh. Blake on my team last week and mm-hmm. then I had uh Bob uh, this week.
1: I had bond um, this week too. That was a yeah. real buzzkill.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Houston versus Austin, you know, Blaine mentioned uh, Hector Herrera last week. Um, I had him in my team week two and I picked him up again this week. So he got that goal. Um, yeah. You know, there I'm kind of wearing this Houston Dynamo-esque uh, jacket. <laughs> you know, I just I, I don't I'm from Texas, but I don't normally follow Dynamo. But, you know, Ben Olson's yeah. managing them now. So, sure, um, so I don't know. I think that's extension, that, right? Yeah, Extension. They might be worth keeping an eye on. Um, and I thought Colorado would do better against Minnesota, but Minnesota has been sneaky at getting results mm-hmm. and Colorado just lost Jack Price for the season. So it sounds, mm, that doesn't look good to me. Um, yeah. And then Chicago scored three goals without Shaqiri, Um and Casper Shiboko scored one of them. So I'm not sure if that's, you know, going could be something you want to duplicate, but uh, I certainly didn't expect to see any of that. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I I don't want to generalize, but I got to say, kind of a a week around round that was against our expectation a little bit, right? Um, I think I think yeah, I mean other a... than the Almada
0: thing, yes, exactly, you
1: know, yeah, it, yeah. A, yeah. A lot of those games definitely kind of bucked my expectations. Some of the players produced the way I thought they would, but uh, some of those scorelines were were pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get in. Let's take a quick pause so Reed doesn't get mad at me, and we'll then get into our housekeeping. Okay, let's get into our housekeeping. Um, fourth round, it's a couple of teams already starting to pull away. Some people just ahead by on points still. In our Pro-Rel Leagues, uh, in our Champions League, we have two teams tied at 4-0-0, but Todd Modiset is winning there by points. Um, in my league that I'm about to get relegated from, the Veterans League, uh, Master Kathy Bate, which is a team name I don't love, uh, a.k.a. Miller, uh, is in the, in the lead on record 4-0-0 still. Only 4 0 player in our homegrown lead, it's a three way tie, but the uh, it says that Gabrielle, I feel like this is a uh, not an uh, in- intentional joke, Far to Smelly, uh, that has taken over the top spot. They just now I'm starting to think people name their teams just to hear us say it like so that, so you can read them, yeah, exactly. exactly. And then in our Discovery League, two teams are tied at four zero zero, but uh, the Benny Ballers are yeah. by points any ball yeah uh, in our uh, other leagues discord league 14 teams are tied at four o and 0 uh but sporting po- pork roll cf is up top on points patreon league eight teams tied uh waco wanderers ahead on points uh and then mlsfi experts invitational looks like sloppy steaks is still taking it there on points um okay let's get into uh some uh, I'm going to touch on just one other housekeeping thing. I'm going to go out of order. Don't tell Reed. Uh, but I'd like to talk about call-ups before we really get into to next round. So uh, next round starts. All the games are Saturday. <laughs> he wrote March 35th. March 25th. Uh, and they kick off at one 4.30 Eastern time. It's always hard for me because I know it's 1.30, but, you know, clocks. Uh, the only... Team on a buy this week is Montreal. So if you're looking to do your Otteroo and your scrub, go with Montreal. They're not going to play. There is Open Cup, Nations League, Youth International, European uh, Euro qualifiers. Uh, So there's a lot going on. So I'm going to reference real quick. uh, I want to thank Tyler and everybody else, Ranchinator, everybody who contributes to this call-up list. Um, If you are in the Discord, it is linked in the general MLS chat. Tyler has put it there. Um, I'm also going to encourage you to check the injury and suspension list there because those go to Blaine every week and I don't see it. Um, Like you said, I know Jack Price picked up a big injury and I think there's a couple other players with red cards and everything like that. So um, when you're looking for that, head to Discord, uh, search in the chat. They're linked there. Um, And like I said, big thanks to Tyler for all the work that he does and everybody that contributes to this. So call-ups. We're talking call-ups this week. Um, Everybody's playing. Not everybody's here. So I'm going to touch on some of the bigger names um, as we go through team by team of some some players that we'll be missing this week, at least this week, possibly more. Uh, for Atlanta, we're missing Almada, Etienne Jr., Gigi, um, and Robinson. Those are some big names, kind of a spine of the team. Um, and I think after last week, a lot of people were, would like to go to Almada, but you can't. Um, Austin, only real name they're missing is Wolf. Even that, I don't know if that's a big name, but he has been playing. Charlotte's going to miss Swiderski. Chicago is missing Navarro. Um, Cincy is missing Moreno. Uh, The leading
0: scorer. The leading 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 scorer.
1: (laughs) Uh, Much to Reed's sustain. Colorado is going to miss Rubio and Yapi, so... That's pick against them.
0: even That, yeah, that helps I, me. That that makes me pick against them even more. I, even though they're yeah, playing Austin, so I'm going to pick against them. I him like more.
1: Austin defense when you're <laughs> look at it like that. Uh, yeah. Columbus is missing Room, Zella, Djenek. uh DC United, none of those names are names that I know from starters, so I don't uh, know if that that's Fletcher, really affecting them.
0: Mo- yeah. I wouldn't worry about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Houston is missing Karskia, Castilla, Valdez. Uh, Galaxy are missing Jovalik, Leardem, and Zavaleta. Uh LAFC Bawanga, your golden boot leader, Gone, Sifu. Sifu, and Palacios. If you're looking for LAFC defense right now, Hollingshead, I believe, is still her. I know he was listed as day-to-day, but I don't think he's made much progress. Um, and now Palacios out too. So there's gonna be some shifting in that back line this week. Um Miami is missing Mabika, Joseph Martinez, Taylor, Minnesota is missing a lot. Ariaga, Boxel, Boxing. Long Thank you, long I'm going to have to Uh, take him
0: out of my team because I had him on my bench.
1: Kamara Lawrence, maybe. There's a question mark there. Laud, Dane St. Clair, and Rosales. Lots of gaps in that Minnesota team this week. Uh, Montreal is missing Kamal Miller and Kyoto. Nashville is missing no one. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that will get updated, but right now, as as of today, that's where it sits. Uh, Revolution are missing McCone and Boreo. Uh, Red Bull are possibly missing Burke, Caceres, and then someone who doesn't play. NYCFC are missing Chanel uh, and Ilinic, who I don't think is starting anymore. I know that was a, a sneaky start for a while. Uh, Orlando is missing Galese, Holiday, Torres, Fernando Torres, and Williams. Uh, Philly is missing Gazdag, Martinez, McGlynn, yeah, McGlynn. Sullivan.
0: Mm-hmm. uh portland
1: is missing mascara and i know this sounds crazy but i think that is probably the biggest loss they could take right now because they have a lot of other injuries and he has been their most dynamic player in that wingback position um so that's uh, just another hole in the defense that's going to need to be plugged uh rsl is missing luna ojeda rubin savarino san jose is missing Monteiro and Cruazo. Seattle is missing, Ariaga, who's not starting, knew who who is, Alex Roldan, who is Rui Diaz, who just came back from injury. And it mm. sounds like Abear will probably not be fit enough to fill in for him. Um so Chief so Freddie Montero. Freddy Montero? Most likely Montero? Okay. we'll we'll see. Um I wouldn't go any Seattle striker <laughs> this week at, at SKC, but um if there was one to start, it looks like it'll probably be Freddie. Uh SKC is missing. Oh, I wish Blaine was here. Chionis? Someone will tell me okay. TZ, I mean, that's a tough, that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis is, is losing just Perez. Uh, Toronto mm-hmm. also missing a lot of people. Akinola, Kay, Larea, Osorio. Uh, And then Vancouver is missing Cordova and Cubas. Again, if I said that too fast, or so you're not sure who I mentioned uh, head to discord general chat. Uh, Tyler's pinged that there. Um, and just once again, thank you so much to Tyler for all the work he does there. And now we'll take a quick pause before we get into our player targets for this upcoming round. All right. Some consensus on some of these picks. Uh, thanks to Blaine and Reed, even though they couldn't be here tonight for throwing in some of their opinions. I appreciate it. Uh, kind of gives people some other things to think about. Um I'll go ahead and get us started off. Uh, what what popped out to me this week, uh, Philly is a team that doesn't look to be losing any of their back line. Um, Bendik is cheap. Uh, didn't have a great point performance in his last outing, but I'm um, <clears throat> considering going Bendik <clears throat> to McCarthy for LAFC. Um, all Almost all the games, and I am generalizing, kick off at – 7 30 Eastern uh, in this round. So it's kind of hard to pull off a keeper this week. I think you can definitely, um, you know, if you want to pull, so I, I don't love Portland. We'll talk about them in a minute. Cause the other guys do. Um, but you know, if you're picking anybody from the four 30 games, you don't get to see that game finish until the RSL, St. Louis, LAFC, Dallas, San Jose, Toronto. So it just kind of limits uh, what you do for, for a keeper this week. So Personally, I'm, I'm considering, uh, Benedict McCarthy. Um, you know, I think there's a couple other good options. That's just what jumped out to me. Uh, for defenders, I'm looking at Brandon by, uh, for new England, He's putting up some good point production, some good bonus points. Um, I think that that could be a clean sheet for them. Um, even though it's on the road at DC, I don't, I don't love road defenders. Um, but that's a player I think even without a clean sheet might be a good, Good point, producer. He's getting expensive, <clears throat> so I really want to feel good about it before I grab him. Um, the other defense, uh, the other individual players I'm looking at this week are Caleb Wiley because, like I said, price rise. Um, where he's playing, if he's starting in the same role, I think that that's a definite pick this week, especially with Gigi gone now. <clears throat> Almeida gone, I think is going to play a role in their offensive point production. But at the very least, Caleb Wiley is going to price rise that, you know, he would have to get a, two red cards to not. Um, so that's a player that I think is definitely, honestly, for me, will probably be on my bench, but is definitely going to be in my team. Uh, and then I'm also looking at Gressel again, expensive, um, you know, not, not the ch- the cheapest player in the game right now, um, but it's that at Minnesota. And we talked about how many names from that team, from their starting lineup did I read off to you, uh, you know, that they're missing this week. So, definitely considering considering Gressel this week and then the other defenses that I like and haven't necessarily targeted a specific player yet to work through my budget um, is Nashville and Austin Um, Austin's been a little disappointing I think for some of us defensively uh, to start the season but uh, Gallagher has been kind of a a fun one um, to target for his offensive point production Uh, and then you know the the natural defenders continue to rise in value which means they're continuing to produce at least a little bit so that's kind of where i'm looking at this week as far as uh as far as goalkeepers and defense jason what what stands out to you
0: uh let's see i think i'm gonna have to well i mean this might be one of the places i might still do some pivoting now that i've looked at all of those call-ups but um I, i will preface this by saying that um I after the, the the really disastrous first week that I had in the game, uh-huh. I've been spending. I decided I'm going to take this whole like chunk of the game, this whole few weeks until we start the second Champions League round. I'm going to build value. And that's kind of what I'm going to focus on. And mm-hmm. I don't try and clean sheet hunt for goalkeepers. I'm just not yeah. any good at it. So usually sure. I just make some stabs. So um, I'm going to probably take whoever starts for Portland. Um, Just to see what happens, because I watched part of that LA game, I wasn't super impressed. Uh Um, And in terms of the pivot, maybe Brad Stuver. I think um, I would I would go that route, but I might I might decide to go to a different thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll take bye also probably for right now, especially because New England's coming to DC. I would normally not take away. I usually uh, err on the side of not taking away players, but um, he's been playing well and. I think DC's left side, they had a couple of injuries on the left side of defense. And I -hmm. I think by plays on the right side, or if it's not by, it'll be Dwan Jones. So whoever's going to attack what I think is going to be a side of the DC defense. that was already not very good. And they've got (laughs) some defenders uh, loose. I'm going to do that. I'll take Caleb Wiley. Um, I've got Gallagher from uh Austin on there. Mm-hmm. And then um I've got Zach McGraw on my bench right now from Portland as well. I had sure. him on earlier um in the season. You know, he might get header and he might might do some stuff. Um, and he's less expensive than some other defenders. The other thing yeah. I've been trying to do with building value is to use very few scrubs. So even if that means that I've got like one scrub in right now for defense, yeah. but I'll I'll buy some cheaper players just so I can get a bunch of people that are going to play and get some value. Sure. So yeah, absolutely. I don't think Bomb's hurt. There's a question in the chat about that. Uh, he went off
1: early. I defer. Did he you. go off early or
0: he went? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that he scored that goal and then there was a big muddle at the. I haven't seen sure. anything about him being hurt, but I'm not sure. So
1: check yeah. the Discord. Tyler's data will tell you. Yeah. Um. A couple names that you know. Uh. We didn't. We didn't call out that that Blaine and Reed have. Uh. Blaine likes the the port- starting with the Portland keeper as well. But uh. Going to Calendar. I also I am kind of looking at Enter Miami this week. Not missing too many people. Uh. At least defensively. Calendar has has been producing point wise to start this season. He's already kind of exp- I think seven point one. Um. So yeah, definitely something something to consider there. Uh, they agree with us about Wiley and Gallagher. Um, Glenn giving you, giving you a shout out there also with McGraw. Um, and then, uh, Reed is, is going Marcinkowski perhaps as his, uh, keeper, which is interesting running San Jose. Um, oh, okay. uh, and then, yeah, also some, some Atlanta or some Austin, uh, Gressel. And then, yeah, Wiley is our, is our definite consensus pick. Um, uh Reed also mentions that Portland and LA would it'd be decent for any of your arus because of the time difference. Like I said, most of these games start uh at, at 7 30. I always have to do math, sorry. 7 30 uh and then uh 8 30 and then just a couple two games at 9 30. So that 4 30 kickoff for the Portland LA uh is enticing for the you know auto if you will. Um and I will, as as I mentioned, calendar from Blaine. Uh, Christian in chat talks about how Gregor out kind of makes him iffy. And I agree. Uh, I think that you really are going to need to look at what's a normal starting lineup and what's next round starting lineup um, to kind of figure out, you know, who, who's going to be most impacted by these call-ups. A um, couple other names I saw in chat, Petrovich. Um, I mean, I think that's, that's a decent, a decent shout probably going to, to DC. It is a road play, but still, um, and you know, Vaggar, I, I've seen a couple times that some of the guys have them, i student in chat, but, um, I'm a little nervous with that Philly defense who just let Montreal score three on them, even on the road, uh, without Blake, but I think they're getting cheap enough, which is shocking because they're usually so expensive, um, that, that perhaps you could, you could fit it in if you, if you feel good about it. Um, and it's much more favorable matchup this week, um, than a, than a road, you know, Montreal game. Um, all right, let's get into some middies. Uh, this is where the money happens, right? This is, this is where we, we get most of our points. Where um, I spend my,
0: most of my money. So, exactly.
1: Yeah. Me too. I think our biggest consensus pick this week was Espinoza. Um, home game. Who was it? Sorry. No, I didn't pull it up. Uh, home game against Toronto. Who's missing a lot of names again. Check the reference. Um, but a lot of their spine, they sell Bernadette. Um, but they're missing a lot of their other creative players. Uh, so that's a, that's, a, I think a decent consensus. Um, I, I, we also are pretty consensus about Drussy. Um, again, for matchup reasons, uh, they are playing a uh, game against a pretty, I don't want to say weak, cause that's not really fair, but um, lack of offensive kind of lack of structured some, some holes in that lineup for sure. Um, so yeah, those are those are our consensus picks. But uh, Jason, I'm going to let you go ahead and tell us who are you looking at this week for midfield.
0: Uh, sure. Okay. Well, I have to. Uh, I'm going to have to totally pivot now that I've. I didn't. You know, I made all this list before I looked at all the call up So, yeah. um I definitely. So Hector Herrera is in my lineup. Um, I think that you know I'm not. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not particularly convinced that. Um, you know that Houston's going to tear New York City up. But sure. he's been playing well. He's got a solid floor. I think Ooh. since I'm looking for value, um and I'm also gonna f- I'm gonna start five midfielders. That's just my the way that I play. I start five midfielders. Um I generally don't use a scrub in midfield. So uh Hector Rero is definitely there. Um is there. Um if Almada's not there and if Gazdag isn't there, that saves me one of my problems, which was like, I missed out on the Gazdag thing week one. So I kind oh, of have sure. like FOMO about that. So I thought, yeah. am I going to, do I need to spend money? Um, so what else? Uh, we'll probably take Jerusi now. Um, I'll have to maybe go back to the drawing board on a couple of things. I think Klitch. I might pick him up, might decide to pick him up just because of the floor. But mm-hmm. where do I take that, the Almada money? I got to think a little bit more about, about sure. that and go through all of those mm-hmm. uh, call-ups So, so
1: sure. that yeah, yeah, I uh, I relate to a lot of that. I'm uh I'm also looking at, at Hector Herrera. Um, I am considering Brookman on the road at Portland with all their injuries. Also for floor, I think that th- that that's a decent floor. Yeah, but he only um, got
0: one point less than Push last week. Right? One and point he's got more than Push. W- more, less, I thought. More, less, more. Either way, I was happy with it. You know, he got I, he I got like a five,
1: which yeah. is. I, uh, the, the general thing about LA is, uh, I think they look like garbage, <laughs> but he somehow has been producing bonus points in a way that I don't understand. So with Jovalich gone, if Chicharito, who is practicing this week, if Chicharito yeah. is playing, which I think is unlikely that I'm speculating, but um, if Chicharito is playing, I think that that makes some of the midfielders more appealing. Um, if he's not, I think that that's a game that I don't want to touch. Um, but I I do see Portland as being a little banged up, a little weak, even at home. Um, St. Louis put two in on, on you know, so uh, it's something I'm considering. I think he won't make it into my final draft, but it's something I'm considering at the moment. I like Mukhtar this week. Um, I like them at home against Cincinnati. Um, I think that that is a, a definitely a decent look. Um, obviously I'm going to Espinoza. I also like Klitsch, like you said. Um, and then I'm, I'm, jersey as always is goal dependent. Um, but I'm, I'm still considering him. Uh, and then another kind of, kind of outlier midfielder for me is, is going to be Santee. You know, he's away from home. He's away from the tiny field, but, um, he's producing. So it's yeah. depending, up dependent. I think that one might be for me. Uh, some other players that, that we didn't talk about, um, that the that the guys have, well, they're all on international duty now. As I am reading reading them because they didn't know that before. Um, I well, chat's got
0: uh, chat's got Lowen. There's people who pick up like Lowen from St. Louis. Sure, yeah, uh, St.
1: Louis at RSL. Uh, I think I think is could be a decent road game. There's a lot of games this week that I like more that are road games, and I try to avoid road mm-hmm. games if I can. But yeah, I do think there's some decent road matchups this week. Um, so. Yeah, you know, it, it's definitely missing matter I think we'll kind of make some good parity uh, for midfielders this week. There's there's going to be a lot less chalk, I think, uh, because if you you know can't have those players, then uh, yeah. you know you got to you got to figure something else out. So um, it might be okay. worth
0: taking. I don't know if it's worth taking a gamble on. I mean, Charlotte changed their lineup a bit last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think. I think Swiderski was on the bench
1: for there. I can't remember. Well, he's what... gone on international teams Either way, so he might as well. So as well. I
0: might, I'm kind of interested. Maybe I'll take, um, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I could, you know, I might do that. I, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look again. Uh, Reed wants to know if his Philly pick is still around. Who does he his, have?
1: His uh, Philly pick, yeah, Um...
0: Uh...
1: No, Jose gone. Martinez. He's got Jose he, Martinez. No, he's uh, he's gone. I thought. Let me pull it back up. Now you're I'm making me pull stuff up.
0: I'll look it up. Martina. No, he's listed as gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nope.
1: Yeah, so, Martinez isn't there either. Sorry, Reed. No hot takes for you. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's uh, l- let's let's keep keep going. Sure. Um, and let's uh, go ahead and move into to strikers. Yep. Uh, I think there's a lot of options out there this week. Um. And not a lot of chalk. So uh, Jason, do you want to go ahead and, and kick us off there?
0: Um, yeah, I'm going to have to like, I've got to do at least, I'm going to have to do a couple of pivots now. So um, so my philosophy about this, again, trying to build some value. So I'm going to try and find three forwards that I think are going to play. And um, I have, uh, I think it's Bossy, who's the forward for yes. Houston. I that's been kind him, of yes. starting and getting, uh-huh. getting into the lineup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like 5.8 million. He had a goal last week. Even Mm -hmm. if he doesn't do anything, I'll put him on the bench. We'll see. Um, I had had Long Wayne, the the guy from uh, Minnesota, uh, 6.7, but he's going to be out. So I might, uh, I don't know that I want to pivot to Duncan McGuire uh, from Orlando. He's finally in the game. Um, I wanted to have him earlier, but he's finally in the game. So that could be something I'll have to go dig. Um, And then I guess I want to I was going to kind of wait and see what ownership looked like for mm-hmm. my one like field for it. I had Bowanga out there, uh, but if he's not going to be around, uh, maybe I go to Jeremy Obobese. I'm a big Jeremy Obobese fan mm-hmm. um, and I don't pick Dallas players. So I know that maybe you might pick like Jesus Ferrer or some other people mm-hmm. um, wouldn't, wouldn't do that. So I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure what I do, you know, especially sure. this whole the call up thing has messed me up. But
1: yeah, yeah. always. Uh, this, you know, call-up week is always a, a good week to differentiate, um, you know, how, how well you're paying attention, uh, who who you're, who you're paying attention to, um, and are you just doing chalk? Um, you know, we use that, that term a lot, but I think that uh, international break weeks are when we kind of see... Um, who is and who isn't, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, I should
0: also say, like, actually, like, um, I've had St. Louis players in my lineup off and on for the last few weeks. I don't have any St. Louis players in my lineup this week. I might go back and revisit that. But I I just, I have to say, like, I don't see five wins in a row um, going on the road to RSL at altitude. They had a week off last week. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that they're going to lose necessarily, but I don't know that they're going to blow. I don't know. I just... I feel yeah. like the numbers somewhere in there have to something's gotta give, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I totally agree. Um I consider Klaus as a third striker this week. Um, but I consider altitude the great uh equalizer of MLS sometimes. And so I, I think that you you're definitely um, you know, making a good point. I think that St. Louis is riding a hot streak, they're not missing hardly anyone to international duty. Um, But going to RSL for the first time can be tricky um, for teams. So this might, even though RSL isn't super solid and they are missing some players, this might be, you know, kind of a good test for St. Louis. Um, I can't ignore Klaus's production and how many goal contributions he's had across four rounds, which is what made me consider him. Like I said, there's kind of some road games that I like more, um, which goes against all of my natural instincts. Uh, I also like Obobesee. Abobasi for me is so hit or miss. And, you know, talk about goal dependent. um, He is that, Um, but I like, I don't like to
0: spend money on forward. So I'd rather spend money on one goal dependent forward and (laughs) maybe a couple other ones on the bench.
1: Uh, But I do really like that matchup this week. He's home. Um, You know, he he had a decent start. Uh, I think, I think he's a a good add to the team. Uh, And then I like Carlos Vela this week. Um, Buwanga has added so much to that team. Uh, and fella was really contained by Seattle. And I know I said, it sounds like I'm saying that skeptically and I should be like bragging about it, but I'm not, I just didn't expect them to do so. Uh, so yeah, that's who will probably be my, my third striker. Um, but you know, I think that there's definitely some, some other names, you know, that you could throw out there. Um, read and, and Blaine picked all the players that we already talked about. So I, you know, I don't have anyone else there. Uh, I see Cucho in chat. Cucho's yeah. here, uh, but Zella's not, and he, you know he's not—he's not doing great. Um, so he wasn't someone that you know necessarily is on is on my radar. Um, you know they have a whole matchup against Atlanta. Atlanta's not missing—I don't know. I guess they are missing <laughs> missing a lot. They're missing Robinson. Uh, the rest of their back line will still be there, um, and Amata you know isn't really part of shoring up that defense. So I don't really feel like. Uh, I think Atlanta will be missing some offensive production, but I don't know that they'll be missing a ton of defensive production, if that makes sense, at Columbus. Columbus is hard to predict so far this season, which is surprising considering how talented Kucho and Zella are and how consistent they were for us at the end of last season. Uh, but yeah. they haven't yet hit that um, that rhythm in fantasy. So I, I, I'm not sure I, that I I will trust him this week, but I think that, like I said, there's going to be a lot of parity um, this, this round because of international break um so I think that that will be kind of a you know an, an interesting thing to see uh who, who people pick up for strikers because mm-hmm. this was when I was scratching my head on a little bit I you know Ibo makes yeah. sense I think you know m- most people might not develop because is not there um and then I think there's going to be a lot of other interesting names thrown into the mix so yeah well, we
0: have like um I mean you could tell I mean Mikael is Mikael Urre from Philadelphia did he I don't think he got called up did he
1: he scored both not, of their
0: goals. Yeah. Yep, he had a
1: great week last week. Urrea did not get called up. Um, he, you know, Carranza got a red card, so yeah, they won't so be we don't know how they're
0: gonna even play. Godz won't
1: be in that team, so But Glenn's if, not there either. I don't mm-hmm. know who they're gonna
0: have run in the midfield.
1: Yeah, that's a concern for me too. Uh, Kyoto had a great week. He's gone. Uh, you know, Arujo had a good week, but again, no Almada. So kind of, you know, I think. I mean, I guess Bernadeschi is a a striker so expensive Um, away from home and missing a lot of the midfield. But, you know, is he talented enough to do it himself against a kind of weak San Jose defense? Maybe. I don't know. Um, And then, yeah, you know, I've I've seen a lot of talk about Bossy, a player I very briefly considered also because he plays early as ECOBA for Portland. He's a 4.5 mid striker. He was a 4.0 striker. He scored yeah. a go- He scored the goal against Atlanta yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, I didn't know who he was. I've never seen it before. I don't even know if he'll ever play again. Um, but like you talked about price rise, that's a striker who is kind of like the Caleb Wiley, if you will, if he's going to play. Um, and I don't really, I can't land on a third striker or I need to use that money in my midfield or my defense or something. Um, that's a price rise pick, right? You know, he basically just has to show up. Um, and because he scored a goal the week before he should price rise it at that point. Um and you I, still might
0: have, um, the guy from Toronto who, if you want a cheap, another cheap forward, the guy who scored a goal a couple of weeks ago for Toronto, I can't yes. remember his name, a lot of people had him. Kurt, yeah. Kerr. yeah I got, so, I so, picked so him cool. up a couple of weeks ago. Cause I was like, I need a cheap forward. He's going to start yeah. and he scored yeah. a goal, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so which is great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But other than that, I think some of our more consistent strikers aren't being as, cons- weren't as consistent as last round and with all the call-ups, um, you know, it, it just gets kind of tricky in that, in that spot, I think. So, um, I think, you know, possibly Vasquez or Brenner could be a, a decent shout. They're both still around. Um, yeah. I think Chris, Christian Benteke um, at home, maybe, you know, he's produced a, a couple. He's had some good opportunities. He's yeah. super yeah. goal dependent. Um, you know, yeah. Frizz just scored uh, for the first time this season, and he's going to Miami. I, you know, there's there's a couple – there's a lot of names that make me say maybe, um, but the only ones that really jump out at me this week are above C um and Bella. So I think I think you could look a a couple other places for sure. Um okay, let's get into the uh what I'm calling the, you know, uh Almada armband. Uh who who are you who are you you thinking uh captaining this week, Jason?
0: Well um I was gonna go with whatever the Discord consensus is, which I might still do. But Since Almada's not, I'll take. Es- I'm probably gonna take Espinoza at sure. least for it now, till somebody yeah. talks me out of it, or I see somebody say, "Hey, you know, do do something different." I mean, I guess if you wanted to roll the dice, Trusi as a differential, sure. but yeah, I, I don't know. I Espinoza's been playing well. It seems like that system, that um, uh, what is it, Nico? The new the new managers put in seems to be working yes. for them. So yes. Estevas, Nico Estevez, yeah. So yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah. Espinoza, or okay. if the Discord says something different, uh-huh. I'll go with the Discord.
1: Sure, yeah always go with that I mean you know it's like a good consensus you don't to
0: want to with. miss your I'm not trying to differential my captain yeah
1: sure 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 that's uh that's how you get sub 100 last round right <laughs> um yeah I uh uh Blaine likes Espinoza. Uh, he's also considering Klitsch. it's a that's you know pretty typical uh Reed is considering mukhtar uh but he's still kind of kind of waff- waff- waffling wavering um Going back and forth on that one. Uh, I myself am definitely going to go with Espinoza. Um, I think that that it, it is the one that seems the clearest to me. Um, and is a matchup I like and he's producing. He's like we've said, he's got a good floor. Um, he also has been taking some banger shots um, that only I think two have gone in. But <laughs> some of the uh, the looks he's been taking make me really, really like him. Um so yeah, that's, uh, that's who I think uh, I'm, I'm going with. I see some Abobasi in chat, um, and, uh, Espinoza as well. Uh, Bolonga is on international duty, so please don't captain him. Please don't play him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause, cause that, that wouldn't be great. I like that, uh, matchup, but unfortunately he won't be there for it. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, it, Jason, do you have any uh, do you have any plugs for us tonight?
0: Uh, I mean, I just want to thank whoever got Duncan McGuire into the game. I guess that's I
1: don't know <laughs> Skyler. That's Skyler, somebody
0: finally, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, uh, that's it. That's 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 what I have. So
1: perfect. I uh, I'm gonna plug a uh, Reed and Blaine who helped make this show run and who I feel completely ridiculous being here without <laughs> doesn't doesn't really make sense. Uh, I thank you. For joining me uh, and for for helping me navigate this uh, kind of strange uh, solo solo endeavor, um, and always as always, shout out to the Patreon community. Um, yeah, for sure helps everything go, helps everyone uh, you know have a fun time in a community playing this game that we all we all love. But um, yeah, so plugging plugging that community as always. If you haven't already, head over to Discord, please do. Um, that way you don't have to rewind and catch back up on all of the call-ups that I listed earlier because there was more than I said. I was just trying to hit the highlights. So um, check the injury list and you want to check call-ups, head over to Discord, um, get in that general chat and look for the the pings and tags that Tyler has done. Uh, and again, one one last shout out to to Tyler and everyone who helps contribute to that, uh, that list that, that they make so that we know who to expect <laughs> and we don't all have to, you know, frantically search twitter for her every team and who's who's been called up so uh yeah thank you guys for listening and as always good luck